Hello and welcome to Extra Voices, an Extra Life podcast highlighting the work of heroes everywhere, whether they be extra lifers playing games to change kids' health, or the hardworking staff over at the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. This podcast will cover it all, including the chance for you, you the hero that are listening to this right now, to donate and actually change the content, be a programmer on this show. So there's a couple different incentives. I mentioned them before. $5 will let you ask a mailbag question. And if you're crazy enough to toss in $100, you can create a podcast episode of your choosing. This is the first of such episodes. One of my college buddies, Mr. Joe Zeiler, uh, he donated 100 bucks. He wanted to have a little bit of a conversation to talk about Notre Dame football and the plans that he, myself, and one of our other mutual friends all had for going to the Las Vegas game against BYU. Now, there's a few other kind of time-sensitive things about Notre Dame football, so I wanted to get this episode in before the football season started. And, well, we recorded this about a month ago, and honestly, I don't remember if uh, a lot has changed as far as people we talked about. Uh, Hopefully, we haven't jinxed anybody or or caused an injury or anything crazy like that. Uh, But this one will be on the longer side. If you enjoy uh, the bi-week episodes of HLS Pass, I think this maybe fits kind of, sort of, in there. A little less rambly, a little bit more on topic, but still a heck of a lot of fun, uh, and I appreciate the donation, Joe. Thank you so much for helping change kids' health. And, uh, well, you're going to get, let's go ahead and get into it. You're going to hear uh, probably another additional intro. Uh, we're just going to roll with it. Let's go ahead and get to it. Well, hello, and welcome to the first ever Extra Life Donor Pod. I'm your host, Ryan Ritter. You could call me ND Tex, and... So I, I had to say, I, I have no idea what I'm going to do with this feed, how I'm going to promote it, how, how it's going to work. But basically, I had an idea of, hey, I can do different audio things. You guys want podcasts, you could buy one. And the, the first of these podcasts that I'm going to do is from my good friend, Mr. Joe Zeiler, who also wanted to bring another one of my good friends, Mikey J, in as well. These were the guest hosts he picked. We have good topics, but uh, Joe, first off, thank you for the $100 donation to GameAndFraven.com, my friend, to help out uh, change kids' health by doing crazy audio things. No, 100%, man. It's the, it'd be silly not to. And on the other end, uh, coming, so we got Texas, we got Maryland, and we got good old Chicago, where my good buddy Mikey J is coming from. How are you doing, sir? We're doing good. Yeah, so I have um, we we did a lot of planning for this, and by a lot of planning, I mean Joe sent me a handful of topics about what like three, four hours ago, something like that. <laughs> uh, Thirty-five minutes max. Sound of yeah, sound so. Um, we got some some topics that he says he's got rapid fire questions for me that are yes, no, and I have no idea what's coming. So that'll be interesting. Uh, but first, we are going to talk about it. It's kind of uh, perfect that we settled on today for this pod. It is uh, when I'm recording this, because I have no idea when you're listening to this, but it is currently July 20th. It is Wednesday. I was able to buy Shamrock Series tickets today. So we have that, and holy shit, did that hurt the pocketbook initially. <laughs> God, these these tickets are not cheap. But uh, we're, we're, we're in some decent seats. We managed to snag up front in one of the upper deck sections. 
which I, I'm always a fan of for football. So this Vegas trip, it's really funny. We, we've always had an idea to get our wives together and have like this huge trip. And basically the original plan was we had a house rented and everything. And we had what I think it was. What did we have? Ten, ten people. Does that sound right, guys? Ten, twelve at least. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the three of us. <laughs> uh, so things, well, I mean, so things changed. I, well, I mean, what? Kyle's going to Tanzania or something? Didn't he go overseas some crazy ass like it's some, destination wedding? Yeah, there's Mor- it's Morocco. 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 Yeah, Morocco. yeah he, he's going yeah. completely out of the country. Uh, so, yeah, this for a wedding. Yeah, with a couple kids. I think well, probably not actually. This guy. I think SJ, your wife, Mikey J, she has a wedding too, and then Joe has had his second child, so a little early for traveling and getting people to watch the kids. And uh, one of our other buddies, Milfy, who I'm sure most of you have seen on streams and or Twitter, um, his significant other also has a wedding that takes him out. And then my wife looked at it and said, "Yeah, you guys have a boy trip." <laughs> So that's that's the plan, but it's going to be a quick one, only doing a Friday through Sunday, and, and much less one that's going to take up uh, a, an event like a football game. So my first question is, when the hell are you guys getting in on Friday? Do you even know at this uh, point? I'm coming like in, in like late morning, like around 10. Okay. I, I paid like a little more to get good times because it's like three days, so... We don't get a good arrival and departure time, then the whole weekend's going to be shot. So yeah, I, I'm coming in like around. I think I leave Chicago nine ish and arrive a little before lunch, and then on Sunday I leave at like four or five or something like that. Yeah, you're getting yeah, in, in the same boat. Damn, you're both getting in a hell of a lot earlier than I am. I'm not getting in until like four Vegas time. Damn. I need to see if I can find an earlier flight. But, uh, can yeah, I but just I'm, ask? Hmm? I yeah. mean, did you guys have a nightmare trying to book this? Yes. So, I, so when we talked initially, <laughs> I we had talked, and this is like classic Joe. We had talked about booking, like book early, book early. And I saw these flights, and they were decent, like not too crazy priced. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. If anything, with gas prices, they'll go down. No. Big call. Like, any of the good times? <laughs> no, no. So Southwest of all things, from Baltimore, direct shot. To Vegas, any of the good times, they went seven forty six each way. I'm like, you have. I mean, I've never paid more than a buck fifty to get to Vegas. Never. Each way. Ne- each wow. way. My mine no. were like three to four hundred. Like if I wanted like even better times, I I got hosed mm-hmm. real bad. I even checked uh, going out at DFW, and it was the same, if not worse. I was like, oh well, maybe this is just Southwest being fucky right now. But no, that's that's just the deal right now. Uh, at least with this particular trip. Uh, yeah, I remember that being a big pain in the ass was just trying to find times. And I think that's the only one I settled on. Now I'm, I'm getting back later. Like I'm leaving at four 30, but yeah, that sucks. Uh, y'all are going to be, uh, getting a head start on me by quite a few hours. I can do some damage. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> we can well, all thing. So, I mean, like I have no idea what our Friday plan is. All right. I mean, like normally there, there, there's this, there's a certain specter that will be with us, but I mean, I, I don't even know if we even go that route anymore. Uh, are, are we, I mean, are, are we talking about gentlemen's establishments, Joe? 
uh, I was me- I was mentioning a certain friend who will be at a wedding, which would negate our need to do such things. Well, it may not negate, but you know what I mean. Like, well, at least a challenge. Like, because Kyle Kyle always likes to see how long we can sit there without spending money, <laughs> and true. someone else eventually doesn't leave, and we think he's in jail the next morning. So. If things happen. He was not in jail, but we have had to. He has disappeared into areas that we're not allowed into and has run up some very funny tabs. But that that was another time. That was pre-relationship. Remember, you weren't allowed. Somehow I got back there, which I'm still not sure how I got back there. So, Joe, you are also the only person I know that's been kicked out of the backer for for pushing a dude around. And then, oh wait, not only I did never you laid get, hands on him. I never laid hands on him. Yeah, not only did you get lit back in, but then the guy bought you a shot, and you got a shot, I think too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not sure what I said. I have no clue. But whatever it was, must have been akin to the Gipper speech. I mean, I don't know. No clue. Oh, but apparently, God. I'm persuasive at times. I don't know. Any hoodles? Yeah, no. So like, you would have been the most recent guy to Vegas. Like, what's high on your list? Is there a I mean, I think the first time, the very first time when we hit like the what, like the Don Shula's Hooters thing, it was like it was fine. Oh yeah, the wings and the Don Shula theme, like was it was fine. Super random. That was that was funny. That that, that actually wasn't bad. Um, or Dan Marino, who was it? I I think it was just Some generic Hooters. I don't I don't think it was like football player or anything. I do remember. I think that was the trip we saw Pete Rose though at his establishment, which is now no longer there. I mean, his, what does he call it? The, uh, the Hickory Throne or something? He had some crazy. He had like a seat, I mean, a baseball bat, like Game of Thrones or something weird. Yeah, he was doing some kind of photo shoot or promotional thing. Uh, you should dye your hair and go as Guy Fieri to Guy Fieri. He has a Vegas, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does have a joint in Vegas. I have, I've eaten there too. It's not too bad. Well, one of them. I think he's got multiple there now. Uh, um, so Freddie, st- so Freddie, Freddie keeps cards. And we realized, because he asked all the time, who are these guys? <laughs> That's Reed and Hudson. Like, you know who this is. And he goes, and who's that? I'm like, and I realized in that Christmas card, that was your, your Guy Fieri Christmas when you had the blonde hair and cast like, well, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I love how my payoffs sometimes get documented in the family Christmas card. That's, that's always great. Uh, it, thankfully, Steph doesn't care. And that's really good. I got a saint of a wife. Um, but yeah, uh, one thing I would suggest, like as far as dinner... Uh, it's off strip, but it's worth the trip, which is, uh, Muyashi Steakhouse. It's a hibachi place. And, uh, the chef that's there, uh, that owns it. He's like a owner and a chef there. His name's Tiger. The dude, not only can he cook like crazy, the, the guy makes fresh, like 10, 12 sauces or something crazy like that. And he's an awesome cook. And he also loves dirty humor. It's absolutely hilarious. It's a must stop for me. Uh, I always try to drag people out there that haven't been. I, I see a thumb. I'm in. That's easy. I'm down for that. I haven't had a good hibachi in a long time. Yeah, it, this well, I mean, is this, this solid hibachi. So, I swear you guys weren't there on Turtle Night, were you? No. Well, I don't think we were. No, we weren't there for Turtle Tattoo when, Night. What, 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 yeah. So that was the crazy night with Kyle Night. So. There also is the Bavarian, like, German, like, st- so this is actually LaCroix. It's not anything serious, but our Stein <laughs> night. There is, like, a full-on, like, German place, and, like, there's this crazy lady with Bitburg that spanks you the paddle. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's on your list, but. Being spanked? Not necessarily, no. 
<laughs> steins of German beer, though. That's not bad, right? And pretzels and wiener schnitzel and not that bad. Yeah, there's there's lots it, it of is water elsewhere. Because I assume like Friday is going to be the like out and gambling night. See, that's that's perfect. So what what do we expect Vegas to be like for a Notre Dame BYU game? So my one of my friends is actually Mormon. He's a good dude. He's like, hey, are we going to this? I'm like, I am going to this. <laughs> he lives, and he lives in Utah, so he's super close. I was like, dude, D, if you want to come, like, he's at my wedding, Devin, super cool guy. Oh, yeah. But I call him Latter-day Gaines. But, uh, um, <laughs> Latter-day Gaines. <laughs> no, so he actually, at one point in his life, he won Strongest Man in Utah. That's no, no joke. That's I shit you not. But, yeah, so I was like, I will be there. Like I said, if you show up, I cannot promise anything about where I'm going to be or what I'm going to be doing, but I can, I will, I will be there. It's, so if, it's, yeah, fr- Friday gambling night is perks. Cause I mean like, yeah, actually that sounds great. I, I mean, just, just gambling. Yeah. Th- just thinking in general about how things will run out because y'all will have an early start. I mean, I'm going to get there, you know, just about time to get ready to go to dinner basically. And then we do whatever for the night. Because uh, one thing that it has been consistent is that the table limits in Vegas are pretty fucking awful right now. Like high Isn't or low? High. Like 15, 25? You get lucky if talking? you find 15. Isn't the Rio like famous for its poker rooms? Yes, they used to have the World Series of Poker there. So I don't know if I'm willing to get my ass handed to me and hold them. The last time I played Holden in Vegas, I actually played with a bunch of work people and, and made a lot of money off people that were far drunker than me. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, we had a little private table, but uh, yeah, the people that actually play at the Rio were some pretty serious fuckers there. I think we'd end I'd up be- being the guys like in, uh, what was it, Rounders, where you could always tell the tourists that, that got their asses handed to them. I feel like that'd be us. Yeah, if you could find like a limit table, like... No limit is like a little more intense, but like limit maybe seven card or something like that. I don't know. Eventually, I, I I'd mean, be down to I'd be down to sit down for a little hour or two at least. Yeah, are you telling me I need to learn poker and not just blackjack? Yes, you've got three months, two months, <laughs> two and a half. Also, also, stupid, stupid question, Mister Ritter. Um, kickoff is it's sometime at night. Seven, it's seven, okay, I so, think. Okay, is so that's is it seven yeah, so the, is it seven Eastern? Might be seven hang on, I was just looking at it. Yeah, let's 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 head over to you and that's a that fair comment. question because obviously like that 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 does dictate Friday night because I mean if you're spending is, good money getting good oh, good tickets. Six thirty central. So that would be five thirty mountain time. Five thirty mountain time. No, uh, yeah. Vegas is in Pacific, folks. Four thirty? You're two hours. Four thirty. Yeah. Four thirty? Okay. That's earlier than I thought. That is a lot earlier. So, so. so wait, great question here. How do you tailgate Vegas? So that that's actually one thing I did want to discuss because I think there's two plays here. You can either well, try to like walk up and down the strip and get hammered, or you camp out at the sports book. Okay, so you remember last time we were there, they had like that place that claimed to be like a pool slash sports thing where you like sit in a pool and like bet on shit. Remember that? Where's that at? It's, it's like a there's a couple places like that now. It's like the stadium I mean, pool or so whatever. Depending, that's an option too. Maybe sit by the pool and just hang out for a bit. I mean, like, it's at Allegiant, right? It is, yeah. So we're going to have to take yeah, so, a I mean, cab or Uber there. No, that's fine. I'm not worried about that. So, I mean, we'll, we'll plan that in advance, like give ourselves an hour buffer, just or at least half hour buffer to make sure we don't miss it. But, I mean, 
I can sit by a pool. I can sit at a sports book. I can sit at a, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter. Or should we can even go old school? Like, like I said, just bring cardboard boxes, ice and shit. And sorry, what else? We're on this, by the way. Yes. You can sit whatever <laughs> you want. It doesn't matter. I feel like, You've I feel seen like, my I streams. I, I know. <laughs> I, so I actually, I finally reviewed, uh, your friend's podcast, uh, the, the one high or oh, no high. Good. I need to make yeah, sure I it, tune in when they, because they've been complaining they haven't gotten reviews lately. Well, they always talk about you, and my whole review is basically, well, you're not Ritter. <laughs> not <that laughs> I can't wait till they read that. That's going to be great. <laughs> well, there you go, Frank. And they're not. Frank they're, and Greg, they're, you're they are very Yeah, they're yeah, Frank and Greg are too tight. But anywho, it was like, I mean, like, do you tailgate? That's my, my biggest fear. Like, my A is in theory going to Vegas. Like, does anyone tailgate? Oakland, you tailgate. Like people will show up to A's games like at opening like at noon for a six o'clock game and like they they barbecued the whole thing like they had a flag almost like a Notre Dame style like I don't know if Vegas does that well and I'm, I mean, I'm sure, sure I'm sure some Notre Dame fans will but I don't know how organized it's going to be to you know because of how far it is for traveling not a whole lot of people are going to be driving down running or at least I don't assume are going to be renting cars like crazy. So you're well, telling is there a Notre Dame club of is there a Notre Dame club of Vegas even? I'm, I'm, I'm there's I'd be shocked. Like, of of what? Like all six people there? Like we, Bishop Gorman has not been great to us. <laughs> they start great and then they leave. Recruiting deep cuts. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I do you, you want to fly to Vegas and then like shotgun beers in a parking lot? I mean, it seems. Well, like... no. Like I said, I'm I'm wide open, 100. percent Like whatever the plan is, I'm I'm good. I'm just trying to figure out what we want to do. I mean. I would do the sports book. I mean, it's going to be like probably a full slate of uh, college. Oh, okay, games. that's a fair. Okay. Yeah, fair. Yeah, and I didn't even think about the fact that there's 19 other good games probably going on. Okay, that's, that's fair. That's a good point. Yeah, and, and be cozy. Yeah, and uh, the one at the Rio. While it's not fancy, it's not too bad because I've actually done this before. Uh, I was there uh, during a fall weekend for all things for a Final Fantasy convention. Believe it or not. Uh, I, I bypassed most of what was going on Saturday because Notre Dame was playing. So I'm like, hey, you know, I'll see you guys in a little bit. I'm going to watch this game, make some bets in the sports book because they got like a because we, we went there before last time we w- went to the Rio. Last time we were all there because we had that like rental that was right by because uh, they got like um, they, they got a pho restaurant uh, and like bar food, like wings and pizza now, the downside is you're not going to get free booze because you have to bet a shit ton of money to get drink coupons, but it's, it's fine. you can just walk over there and grab like a couple beers and stuff and get some. The wings are, I mean, it's all like, eh, it's not like the best food in the world, but being able to post up and like, it'll be different since there's a game there. But I remember there was like not much of a crowd. Uh, I was there after a lot of the noon kicks and, you know, I, I was still able to get a seat kind of like. Uh, you know how they have the the bar with the video poker and there's like a railing that faces the sports book. Uh, we yeah. were able to post up there and we were like one of the few people actually there hanging out just watching. Well, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, like the same way we used to like get up early to get stuff and supplies and grab a spot in a tailgate. I mean, we could go sit at a if you want to go like a better, a, not better, a different place earlier. That's fine too. Like it doesn't matter. It's like. They have TVs, they have beers. I mean, if there's a, a venue we want to make sure we try to hit and have a fallback, that's fine, too. I don't care. I think Mikey J is 100% right, though. Having like, all the games on in one spot would just be something yeah. I have not had in... I mean, there's got to be, like, four, four years, five years. Even, 
Yeah. If you don't need to like bet on the games or bet ahead of time, you know, just get to get. <laughs> but I mean, wow! If you're there, you might as well. <laughs> True. I mean, <laughs> when, when, yeah. But the other yeah, nice part about question. it is if we decide, hey, the games aren't that great, we can always just start walking and you can take a cab or an Uber from anywhere on the strip and just start yeah. like walking around. I mean, oh. that's an option too. Remember, you, you can drink on the street, so you can just walk the strip with a beer and pop in and see if it sucks or not. Yeah. But and the weather the weather won't be bad with it being fall. It won't be fucking baking out there, so it'll actually be pleasant. <laughs> We've been there. Oh, God, yep. yes, I've been there. I've been here right now. I'm ready for that that fall weather. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that's, at least when I, when I think about, you know, do I really want to do a tailgate or or be Vegasy? I'm like, fuck it. I, I'm a degenerate. I kind of want to sit at the sports book. Got to bet well, those thing. sweet first half unders and have a good under sweat to start the day at, like, <laughs> 11 a.m. in the morning off a shitty Big Ten noon kick. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, if you're in South Bend, what do you do? I mean, yeah, you you head out. Good question. Mean, you either you show the campus to somebody that hasn't been there, or you just hit up your tailgate, man. I was gonna be more negative and say there's nothing to do. So, but in Vegas, there's a thousand things to do. So we could, like I said, it could be cool. I think that the the best bet is honestly somewhere that has all the games on, like Mikey J said. So yeah, and the downside with those pools my... too is uh, you you gotta like usually oh. pay cover and all that bullshit. It's oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right, you were going to ask a terrible question. Oh. Terrible question. In what range within 100 bucks either way is a reasonable Vegas allotment for... I'm okay to lose X amount. Like I said, because I've always been 50 bucks, and that's not... I'm probably going to cut it here. Well, it depends what's, on what what's you like want a reasonable to do I mean, it's like me... Well, like if I lose 50, I'm, I, that's usually when I stop for that day, but... Like, that's not what we're going to work on Friday. So when I'm I, just wondering, like, what, what, like for a, a three quarters degenerate, like what's a like a reasonable amount for like now we're also adults. Like now we're not twenty two anymore. So right, I just kept my number the same. So <laughs> I usually bankroll, and like if I know I'm going to do like table games, you know, mind you, I, I think, and it depends on what my budget is. If my budget's you know fine, normal, I'm usually able to save up to where I can do two hundred a day. And I'm more than happy with that. Or if your know, budget's a little bit tighter, I could usually swing a hundred a day. Now with a trip like this, though, knowing that a lot of it is gonna like Saturday, I'm not gonna be wanting to play video poker or blackjack or any of that shit. I'm just like betting at the sports book, so your money goes a hell of a lot longer because you you could bet whatever you want there. And usually, like I'm either doing an eleven or twenty two dollar bet on most of the games on on regular one ten odds. So it's not like I'm high rolling and that, you know, gives me action that I can follow all day long because I would usually be doing the same damn thing at my house, except instead of having to go through some shit site like Bovada, I get to just walk up to the counter and grab my ticket. No, I think 200 bucks is very reasonable. Yeah. And Do you have any input on that one, Mikey J or nah? I'll probably bring like 300 or so. Um, that's usually what I do. But like, two, I mean, 200 is fine. Just, yeah. I mean, if it's like a twenty-five dollar table, then you're just not going to sit down. But right, you can, find, and, you can find a slot machine or video poker or whatever else. Yeah, at that point, Sports, you're best off play video poker. Sportsbook. I mean, you could throw down ten here, ten there, and you're fine. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how I do on a betting thing. 
This, I mean, and that's the thing. We can help you with that. I mean, Mikey J and yeah. I know our way around the book, so we could advise you on on what everything means and and how to go make the bet. And everybody's really that's the best part about Vegas. They're really patient because they know at the end of the day yeah. they're probably going to get your money, so they will be happy to explain everything for you to make sure you place the bet right. Uh, yeah, and, and this feels this feels more like a sports bookie trip to begin with, like. Just with the nature of it, like even Friday night, I have a feeling we're going to do like more dinner and like running around than anything instead of like fighting a table. And then mm-hmm. sun- the actual real gambling like table game run is probably going to be the Sunday when everybody's trying to get out of Dodge and you're waiting for your flight. Yeah, that's when you might find some cheaper tables, too. But yeah, I mean, I don't like I'm not anticipating like sitting at a blackjack table for like hours and hours. It's probably more of a, a sports book game night. Plus, I mean, we're going to be like what? Second week of October. So we're going to be right in the thick of college football and NFL season. So there's going to be plenty to bet on sports. Essentially late MLB, right? Or on the, yeah. on the wins of World Series. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, I think World Series too. Yeah, yeah. World Series would be going on. Oh, there'll be a lot of fucking shit going down. Uh, yeah, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be great with my A's in the World Series. A's <laughs> <laughs> right. Cubs, let's go, right, Mike? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I got a question: If you had to put a twenty-five dollar bet on somebody to win the World Series, who are you going with? Right now? Yeah. It, it depends mean, on what the juice is for the Yankees right now. Well, they, keeping in mind that like a favorite is going to get you less return. Exactly. That's 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 what I I I, I struggle with it. The Yankees would be the safe bet, but I don't know if your return would be worth a damn to even do it. I don't. I don't really like like favorites for that kind of a future bet because I feel like you're you're overpaying for a team that's kind of peaking right now. Oh, absolutely. Well, I, think I was thinking, a couple injuries away from falling apart. I mean, they're peaking at the wrong time. Yeah, I mean, Dodgers maybe. Mike will hate me for my get. Am I the one that popped in my head? What, what's the white, one that popped in your head? White, white, white Sox? Cardinals. If they get one more piece of pitching and they're bad, I mean, like they, they have enough. I mean, I don't know. It, it's definitely know. not going to be the Astros. It's definitely not my A's, unfortunately. What about the Mets and, at plus 700, 7 to 1? <laughs> no, on the it's account just, that it's the Mets. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's so get, hard to just. If they get their pitchers healthy and stuff? But they they had that what was it like a couple of years ago they were up by like ten games and still blew it like in a fifteen game span or something like that like it's just <laughs> it's, it's it's the Mets like and this yeah, thing but, sucks like they have they have a lot of A's they have Mark Canna they have Chris Bassett they have Sterling Marte like I want them to do well but once they went to the Mets I'm like yeah you're in the Mets that sucks dude yeah I don't it's, feel- pro- it's probably the Dodgers I don't I I would bet against the Yankees. If I got to put like the opposite instead of betting for someone, I would say it's not going to be the Yankees and feel very confident about that. They're one or two images. Like, they're already trying to trade Joey Gallo. Like, how crazy is that? Have you seen Gallo's slash line recently? There's reasons for it. Well, like, yeah, that, but I mean, like, they resurrected uh, Carpenter, for God's sake. Like, how, how the hell did that happen? But, okay, that's not going to last either, though. What? And Judge just made his comments on, like, oh, well, don't be sad if I'm not here. It's like, yeah, that's that's not gonna go well. I mean, John Carlo's gonna get hurt. Yeah, Cole's gonna do something and get a blister in his butthole or something. I mean, like, it, I don't know, there's maybe, a few a few slight injuries away from just losing. 
You know what? Now that I'm I'm looking at the standings to get a bigger picture uh, outside of my world of of how bad the Rangers are this season, I I toss it for the Braves again. Yeah, I was looking at that one too. Nine to one. Yeah. I mean that's that's a decent value, and that's a team that can get hot. They still have some solid hitting, and they're probably going to make a wild card at the very least. They might outright win the division. I mean, they're almost they're almost certainly going to be in the playoffs at least. Yeah, I, I think that. Oh, I, I also are you guys interested in the potential games that we have going on the week we're there? I'm definitely going sportsbook now. Oh, I would love to hear this. I have no clue. You got Texas A and M, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Wazoo at SC, maybe potentially spicy. Uh, what else we got going down here? Da, 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 da. So to Mikey J, I'm actually, I'm actually going to throw some moolah on good old Tampa Bay. I, I see them doing something too. Not, not yeah. buying the Guardians, not buying Houston, Seattle, Texas, no offense. Tampa, Tampa, Bay, at, Tampa Bay at 35 to 1 is interesting. They're a game and a half out of first. No, 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 that's wild card game back. Sorry, but yeah. Hey, if you want to get Padres, why not? If you want to get real frisky, as soon as I get in, we can try to head to Reno to try to catch the end of Colorado (laughs) State and Nevada. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's actually a lot farther drive than you think it is. I know. I'm joking around. Oh, Tennessee and LSU could could be humorous. Also, I'm dumber than. Remember, I'm stupid, so I thought you were serious, but... Oh, oh my God! How did I pass over this one? Folks, I know what we're... First thing in the morning, because it'll be a noon kick. It's it's a Red River rivalry. Texas and Oklahoma is the same week. Nice. Is that an SEC or a Big 12 championship game? Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. So, yeah, there's there's some solid games here, and there's some other ones that could be a lot better. Ohio State and Michigan State, depending on how good Sparty is. Texas Tech, well, Oklahoma okay. State, eh, maybe. Also, that weekend is the wildcard games for MLB. Oh, shit. There's a lot of oh. good stuff going on. See, that's what I understand about baseball. Like, October was World Series. Now October's like... Yeah, World Series is in November the, now. Yeah, October, November 30th, now. October 30th to November 7th is the World Series. So well, maybe it might have been the wild card. One game in October, essentially. I, I'm looking for the real sicko games to bet on here. I'm leaning towards Georgia Southern and Georgia State, or James Madison and Arkansas State. James Madison now, now in the Sun Belt. <laughs> Hell yeah, wait, baby! Wyoming wait, and New I... Mexico. Oh, there we go. That's the stuff. James Madison is in D two or three anymore. They're in they're D one. Yeah, they they were FCS. Oh, man, of course. I mean, that's D2, that's D2 isn't it? Why, why could Hawaii not be playing at home when we're in Vegas? Damn you. That's actually an earlier kick if you're playing at home. Damn it. There's some, fr- there's some Friday night games, too. Yeah, the, I mean, Nebraska, Rutgers, Houston, <laughs> Memphis, and Colorado's the aforementioned Colorado State at Nevada. There's like a 100% chance Nebraska is going to get their hearts broken in that game. That would be pretty you know great. 
Yeah, a Friday kick at Rutgers. <laughs> yeah. At a sleepy slate where <laughs> you got all the eyes on you. Right now, tickets for that game and say Nebraska at Rutgers are as low as $54, which actually is the highest price for Friday. Everything else is at 18 Pretty impressive. Well, this is a good one. Texas A&M senior wide receiver Anaya Smith, scheduled to be appear at SEC Media Days on Thursday, was arrested Wednesday on charges of DWI, unlawful carrying of weapon, and marijuana. Oops. That's nice. Oops. What's the NFL slate uh, on the noon? Oh! Oh, boys. We, we got ourselves a friendly battle. In the noon kick is... Bears and Niners? Bears and Niners. Nice. Nice. You want some Trey, you want some Trey Lance action? <laughs> Trey Lance versus... who? You guys have what? CD, not CJ Stroud. Who's that one? Uh, Fields. Justin Fields. Uh, Dallas yeah, is on not- Sunday night. Apparently the Niners are going on Trey Lance. I mean, why not? I mean, Jimmy G, whatever. Oh, also going down in that same slot, Cleveland and Carolina, the Baker Mayfield Bowl. <laughs> uh, so the problem is, who, who's, who's Cleveland's quarterback on that one? Well, who knows? <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. They came out today and they came out and they're like, oh, well, we're not going to go after Jimmy G. It's like, they're like, do you know who your quarterback is? Like, yes. It's like, do you? You sure? <laughs> I mean, he can be easily banned for what? A couple of years. So. Yeah. There's that, uh, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati hope- might be good. Second. Decent. Wait, so who, who is that going to be the picket bowl? I mean, it's not, I mean, not to be rude there. The other quarterback is no longer on this mortal coil. So, uh, the guy from Ohio State got hit by a car in Florida. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. That, that was not supposed to be sarcastic or funny. It was uh, actually negative, just not not positive statement. But, yeah, so it All might right. be Kenny Pickett. It's not, it's not Ben. Yeah, it won't be Ben. Pickett, Pickett versus Kenny. Joe Burrow. Hell yeah. <laughs> Joe Cool versus Kenny Pickett. <laughs> All right, so it sounds like we more or less have Vegas plan. Now, the other thing you wanted yep. to talk about was whiskey and or bourbon. So were you wanting to pick yes. favorites? Were you wanting a compare and contrast? What was your idea for this topic, Bill? No, uh, so same thing. We ended up living on a good street with a lot of good people, and my buddy across the street is not a beer guy. Everyone else is an IPA guy, which makes it very easy for me. Or they drink Natty, which is even easier because that's easy. We do Natty Daddy Nights. Um, but he's Natty, a bur- whiskey nice. bourbon. Beautiful. It's a bunch of dads and we drink Natty. It's perfect. But uh, no, there's a, actually side story. There's a guy named Mike up the street who's like one of the coolest guys ever. And he told us he'd been drinking Budweiser and Bud Light for so long. And one time the son came back from college, bought a bunch of bat- Natty Light, and he had some left there. He tried it and he goes, it's the same thing as Bud Light, but like five to ten bucks a case cheaper. He's like, well, why the hell would I drink Bud Light? And so he like was the, he's like the world's biggest advocate of drinking natural light instead of Bud Light because he's like, if it's cold, there's no difference. Yeah, ha- having point, the so. Natty Light renaissance in your older age, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, I, I go big. You do you go know. big. Yeah, you do. 25 ounces, as you do. So, But yeah, no, the biggest thing for so my buddy Brian is a whiskey bourbon guy. Like, A, what's the best 
whiskey slash bourbon. I think I might know Ritter's already, but uh, and B, what makes a good bourbon or whiskey? You guys like the peaty, the sweet, the granny? What's the uh, so? What's your taste in this? So it depends on like well, first what I want to spend. I think that has a lot to do with it because a lot of bourbons oh, overpriced. Yeah. That's the downside because it, it became a thing. And then that drove the market up to really ridiculous, you know, levels of a lot of thing. Like I'm fine. Like if uh, for a mixing whiskey, like I I'm good either doing like a Crown Royal or if I want that, I've been drinking more Jim Beam and Coke now to have that bourbon taste, but not ruin a bourbon with Coke. Um, mm-hmm. I, I very much enjoy that. Uh, but if I'm doing like sipping whiskey, uh, I love TX whiskey because it's a nice. If if I want something a little sweeter. Because uh, it's got a, a vanilla aftertaste to it. Uh, but if I'm going bourbon, um, like if I really want to get fancy, there's a, there's actually a Texas one here that's really, really good. Garrison Brothers. It's just super expensive because they're making bourbon in Texas and this shit evaporates everywhere. So they got to recoup. <laughs> so it's like it's like 60 to 70 bucks a bottle more often than not, unless it's on sale. So it, it's good. It's great shit. It's really smooth. Um, but I mean, I'll just have regular like bullet bourbon, like like different rise or, or the regular bullet. Uh, I'm not overly picky when it comes to bourbon. There you go. Lucky Jay's got the bullet right it, yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, it's good stuff. It's priced fairly reasonable as far as bourbon goes. Because um, Woodford's like in the same vein, but it's sometimes Woodford costs a bit more. Uh, you know, since it's the fucking Kentucky Derby name and everything, but there's lots of good little little options. I always look for stuff that's like for like good bourbon. I I like like a uh, a good kick to it as far as the alcohol content, but just you know if it's smooth in general, it's the best way I can describe it. To where it's not like it goes down easy and and you can feel like you don't even need a, a, a ice in it. You know, just drink it neat. That's the good shit. Yep. What about you, Mikey J? I know you just flashed the bullet, but what, what's your poison? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, definitely, like, something smooth. Um, like, if I want more of a something, like, really complex or flavorful, I'm probably going more like a scotch than a bourbon. So, for bourbon, like, I get bullet um, and wood for reserve are pretty much the two I go back and forth between. Yeah, but, I usually like depends. Like again, which ones I buy a lot more on price now. It's like, hey, this is on sale and it looks fancy. Yeah. Let's try this one. <laughs> Do you have a are you a mixing whiskey bourbon guy, Mike or nay? No, it's neat. Yeah, like if I no if I'm gonna do a bourbon, like good bourbon, good whiskey, I'm not wanting to mix it. Like if I'm mixing, it's because I'm streaming and want to have more liquid while I'm talking. So like. Doing like having a beer or a seltzer or a mixed drink works a lot better for that. So I can refresh my voice and enjoy alcohol, but not feel like, you know, just having straight bourbon or whiskey doesn't really work very well for that. But uh, yeah. I equate it to like it's my glass of wine. Like at the end of the day, that's that's what I'll do is I'll I'll just pour one of those and and I'm good just sipping on that. Same with tequila. I'm the same way with tequila. I love good sipping tequilas. Um, I'm not a big scotch or even mezcal guy. Like, I, I liked it at first, and it's not that I hate it, but um, the the over-smokiness and stuff sometimes just doesn't work well with my palate in 
larger quantities. And I feel like I have a sip and I'm like, oh, I'm good for the next 15 minutes. So <laughs> I usually don't, I'll nurse it too damn long. Well, that's kind of where I get with bourbon too. Like sometimes, I mean, like I said, the answer is for me is smooth. I mean, sometimes it's just, oh, it's this complex flavor. It's deep, it's smoky, it's this. And I'm like, if it, if it just makes me not want to drink the next 10 minutes, that's a negative for me. So, and I don't do much mixing either. Like I said, I love the idea of like, but it's more of like a going out thing, like getting a, an Evan Williams and Coke or something like that. But at home, it's usually, I mean, if I'm having bourbon, it's usually to slow down my drinking. So. Yeah, exactly. And the natties get uneasy, so. Yeah, it's it's easy to unwind. And that's something else I've learned when I've gotten older, is that there there's the unwinding drinks, but if I'm starting to mix something, it's it's going to go down too easy. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to be like, hey, shit, just go take a look. Like, skip to the end of any stream where I've been drinking, and you can see me like, hey, it's time. I'm going to see you guys later. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm going to pass out. I'm drunk. <laughs> Well, I'm, I've never seen it, but I, I remember the one where you fell asleep and I <laughs> never came back. Died. <laughs> yeah, I woke. No, up. I was just tired. <laughs> I woke up at like eleven o'clock with like multiple missed calls, like all <laughs> fifty texts. I'm like, oh, Christ. like so. I'm okay, everybody. Stop worrying about it. I'm good now. Let me go watch the entire Notre Dame football game. I missed. Oh, it was God. the three Jaeger bombs that did it to you, man. That's what, that's what happened. Yeah, it was that uh, Triforce drink I created. That shit was... Oh, God, that was brutal. All right, so next up... We're coming up against it, right? Uh, well, I mean, it's your money, man. We're, it's wherever we want to go here. Uh, I just want to make sure I get my, my, my questions in. Well, we can go on... I mean, it's your call. We got parenting and another parenting-adjacent topic. Is that where you want to roll to next? Because I don't know where we are. So I just want to make sure I, I say... I got these... Now it's four also. So I got a lot of questions. No, it's great four to say yes, no questions, but... So... <laughs> well, I'm not sure where we're going with parents or dinosaurs anyway. I'm not sure really with the... Uh, other than the <laughs> fact that there are a thousand dinosaurs now, and I had to relearn them all because when we were kids... Do you know Brontosaurus isn't even a dinosaur? Uh, Diplodocus, I've learned. It's the well, no, closest. So the, well, yeah, so actually Apatosaurus. They found an Apatosaurus that they thought was different, but they did the bone comparison. It was the same thing. So Brontosaurus is actually not a dinosaur. Yeah, I, I that I have learned because my youngest loves dinosaur books. And I'm like, what the fuck's a Diplodocus? <laughs> like, oh. The Diplodocus has a... <laughs> it's, it's what we call oh. the Brontosaurus. Okay, gotcha. Well, so Diplodocus actually has the longest tail of any dinosaur, and also um, sleep-deprived Joe at the time, even with the pronunciation guide in our book, thought he was Greek and called him Diplodocus. So <laughs> I'm going to yeah. do that to my kid next time. And Diplodocus, he'll be what the. <laughs> But the funniest part is the yeah. book he reads is uh, it's got some facts about the dinosaurs. And one of them from the, the there's two butt related ones with the Diplodocus. One is that it has so much gas it could lift a high, hot air balloon with its own gas, or it, it does like tons of poop to where it could be the size, the width of two cars in the poop puddle. So of course my youngest is like poop, <laughs> and the dinosaur yep. farts in the book, and it's very funny. So there's there's that too. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
We are currently into so our dinosaur, our zoo has the animatronic dinosaur tour, which Ooh. allows us to go through. And we have most people have not been once. We have been about fifteen times. So because we go to the zoo every weekend, so it's just every day. It's like, let's go to the dinos. I'm like, let's go. That's nice. That's cool. Yeah, my youngest likes them. My oldest is he, he's fine with them. He he's now more into the the video games and still super into Pokemon and stuff like that. He's getting into board games now. Which is awesome because I never had anybody that really wanted to play the more complex board games with me growing up. So now I got like a kid. It's like, hey, sure, I'll teach you all this shit I never played. Um, yep. I played my first Settlers of Catan with him, yeah. uh, the junior version. Yeah, I saw that one. I was like, that's crazy. Kicked his ass. <laughs> nice. Oh, but he Good beat prison. me once. He beat me once. He didn't let me forget it. <laughs> I was like, it's not so, my fault. The dice suck. As is a live feed, I have to go tend to a Fred real quick. Give me two seconds to let you guys take over. Um, Rhode Island, neither a road nor an island. Discuss. The best part about this is Joe paid for the pod and off he goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are, what are your kids into now? Because you, you got, like, as far as parents go, you got the older kids. You started first. I got the, you know, younger er ones and then joe is just getting started so what, what are your kids now into noah is into video games stupid memes oh shit and in probably like reading he also like he does karate he's pretty into that i would say he's more like he's at the point where like we don't really see him that much he kind of like disappears into his room and does stuff he, he he reads a lot. Uh, Jack is really into fishing and baseball. Nice. I would say are, are his two big ones. Yeah. So he That's just awesome. did his he just did his first season of um, where the kids actually pitch. So he's like getting really into pitching now. But the fun that's the fun times there. Mm-hmm. So um yeah the the first games were like super long because it's like <laughs> everybody's walking because nobody can throw it's like, a strike <laughs> yeah no it's like ball 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 yeah so you can you get maxed out at four runs we had a lot of innings where they scored all four runs on walks like walk the bases loaded and walking four runs so yeah that, that was interesting <laughs> and then jack uh he got into this all-star tournament and it was the complete opposite. These kids were just like, like flame throwing fastballs in there. And our guys were like coming from like the regular league and they were like, they're throwing so fast. I can't even see the ball. I'm like, if you want to compete against the better players, like this is what it's like. Yeah, you got to adjust like. a little bit. Yeah. It's wild when it happens, when you, you finally face like the, the next <laughs> level. I will never forget because I never. Uh, face when I had shorter mounts. I never faced anybody that could throw uh, 60s or 70s, which makes it like a 90 plus. So when I was finally in high school, I finally saw the 90 mile an hour pitching. I'll never forget the first time I saw like a mid 90s fastball. I'm like, oh, that's different. Holy shit. <laughs> Are we dipping into uh, kids and competing in sports the next level? Yeah, we were, we were just uh -huh. catching up on what Mikey J's kids are into. Uh, we, so so that, that dovetailed into baseball now. 
because uh, yeah, my kids are are very much they they love their video games, but I I try to limit it where I can. They've now taught me Minecraft. Like they taught me so much shit in that game. It's crazy. I was like, well, how does and I never thought I'd be that dad. I'm like, oh, I'll be on top of all this. I'm like, hey, how does this shit work? Like, <laughs> I don't understand what I'm doing. It's like, no, dad. Why do I hit a tree? It's like, no. That doesn't do that. You have to use this and that. I'm like, shit, I don't know. I'm like sitting here Googling on the side because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, but yeah, he, um, he, he's he gotten me into that. Uh, and, you know, he just got his own Switch. So he is enjoying playing like some of the games I've had. He's he's beat Pokemon more times than I can count. Uh, and he plays Breath of the Wild a bunch. And... Uh, he's, he's just super into also, like, when he sees me playing, like, sandbox-type PC games, he, like, wants to, like, play them immediately, like, Satisfactory, or, or now the, the Power Washing Simulator, which is my favorite dad mindless thing to do right now. <laughs> is that here? Let me play. Like, sure. <laughs> All you do is, it's seriously, it's a it. game where you just power wash dirty, the dirtiest shit you could think of. It's, it's fun. It is so mindless fun. Um, good use of the PC Game Pass. I'm like, oh, that's free. Lawnmower hmm. simulators free? Sure, why not? Let's just go full peak dad on this one. Oh, uh, but yeah, yeah that's kind of what I'm tie in like the parenting. Like we're in that weird phase. You guys are both two guys. I'm on two guys. Um, A lot we're of trying dudes. to get Fred. Of, we're trying to get Fred out of the crib, and um, unfortunately, little guy. Like we bust out JJ's bouncer. He's finally tall enough he can like, use the bouncer. And all Fred wanted to do was say, oh, the bouncer, I should get out of this toy. I'm a bit, I'm like, that's a little frustrating. Like right now we're, we're trying to teach that, you know, if you stand up in the crib, we can't trust you with a bunk bed. So you need to be able to sleep. Like he's been sleeping fine. It's like a new thing lately. The standing up, like, I need one more hug. Or he'll tell me, I pooped. I'm like, no, trust me, you did not. I can smell when you poop. Like, <laughs> or like I need water. And I'm like, and it's just like prolonged, prolonged. I mean, I'm like, if we're trying our best to do the, all the positive things, and I was just thinking about it, I was up there, like, all of, not to be rude, all of the advice things are, like, positive or ladies. So, like, as a dude, like, you've probably been through it. Standing up in the crib or staying in bed or, like, the, um, I need one more water. Like, last night, he woke up in the middle of the night for no reason, like, at midnight. He's like, I'm cold. I need a blankie. I had a waffle. I'm like, okay, whoa, dude, where, where, where are we on this? Like, and it's, just, and it's the option. Like, say, before when he used to wake up, like he knows he has a stuffy, you snuggle it, you take deep breaths, you always sleep. But all of a sudden, for some reason, now it's an issue. I'm like, I mean, that's a whole plethora of other things, like with parenting stuff we could dive into, but just as it was relevant, I'm like, yeah. I'm sure you've been through it. I, ho- I hope you've been through it. Well, not, I don't hope you've been through it, but I'm, I'm sure you have been through some level of it. Yeah, I mean, getting them out of the crib wasn't too hard either, my kids. Like, for for Hudson, it was super simple, because he sees his older brother, and he's like, I want the what the older brother has, so that was real easy. Now, getting him that's to where stay... JJ is. Yeah, getting him to stay in the damn bed all night, that's a different story. That's hit or miss. Like, last night, he came down, I got no sleep, because uh, I woke, got to wake up in the middle of the night uh, with feet in my back, and then he's just rotating around the bed. His head's at my feet. He's kicking me in the face. He's kicking Steph in the face. It's just a, a huge mess. But uh, 
Reed really wanted to. Like, he's like, hey, this is the next big boy step. It's like, ooh, sounds great. So he was just enthralled by the idea. Uh, but we tried to start him out with taking, like, the front panel of the crib down. Um, that didn't work so well when we heard a loud thud from upstairs. <laughs> No yep. out of it. So we're like, okay, so we're gonna like make this sophisticated little crash pad of stuffed animals and blankets for you. And yep. he just eventually got used to it. And it was time uh to go to the bed and he was good. So it, it's just even even sillier, like at school we call school daycare, it is what it is. But uh he sleeps on a cot all the time, no problem. Like doesn't have all the stuff he doesn't. He didn't even have a binky at school, but here, like he has everything he needs. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking maybe it's too much, but like at school, he sleeps in the pad for two hours at a time. Nobody does never fall off. Like, I know he's ready, but like I, I'm just not sure why they're doing like the. I'm gonna stand up and oh, I need one more hug. Like we make we try to explain up front, like hey, you think you got your hug? Then get one more hug. You think you need water? We're gonna preemptively give you water. Like everything possible and stuff. Like. Um, I need a, I'm sure it's a little kid thing, but the JJ won't be a problem. He wants to do everything for one thing. It's not even, it's not even close. Already he's trying to talk. He's trying to walk. He can barely roll over. He wants to walk. It's insane. I love it. Yeah, but, that sounds about right. I, I don't know if your kids have the same thing, but it feels like at least then it's also, they're also kind of testing you to see how much they can get away with. <laughs> well, this, like, how far part, can like, I push this? Well, so Mikey, did Mike, did your kids ever do daycare or anything like that? Not right now. Let me in, in the younger years. Yeah, my one son went to daycare um, full time. Um, the older one, he had a we had a babysitter for him when he was smaller. Did you ever see like they did like a? So this is a phenomenon I'm new to because like I said, same thing. My mom stayed home with us, but uh. Like they say, like they get so like charged up to be obedient to the like the daycare or the teacher that when they come home to you, they're like, no, I'm just trying. Like they said, they play the hits from school or just get all their angst out. Like, so yeah, school, they tell us, like, he's like, Freddie has never said no to me. He's the best boy. He sleeps in his bed. You say go to sleep, you go to sleep, and like tonight, it's just like go pee pee. No, I'm like, oh, you have to pee. We know you do. We can see it. So that's how some yeah. <laughs> It's pretty common, like, when they go to school, like, they'll be good at school, and then, I don't know, like, just the stress of, like, dealing it's a lot, with school I mean, like, all day, like, they come home and they just, like, they just blow up, because they feel more comfortable at home, mm -hmm. where they can, they can let those, like, emotions out, and so it kind of comes out, and you get to deal with it instead of the teacher. Yeah. No, I mean, it's I, I just get it, it's just, like... But I mean, any, if any, he's, any, if, any he's being, fighting it? if he's being good at school, though, I mean, that means that the lessons that you're teaching him are sinking in. It's just he's not able to do it like wire to wire morning to night yet. You know, I, that's the kind yeah, of way like, I he, look he, at it. The kids, the kids that are just out of control nonstop, those are the ones who don't have any like structure or discipline like if they can behave when they have to, like in the more structured school environment, then you're doing something right. Yeah. That, and that's what I tell myself too. Cause like, I, I remember, especially with Hudson, cause he, he'd act out even more. He's just more rough and tumbly than his, and he likes to push limits more than his. Oh yeah. I've gotten many an elbow to the back. And so is Reed. 
Hey, he he he's a little instigator most of the time. So when we had like the first parent teacher conference at daycare, we're like, oh please, like don't have good news. So it's like, so Hudson is just a joy to have in class. He is so well behaved. He makes sure like everybody follows the rules and this and that. And we're like, so our child is Hudson. Like you know which one you're talking about, right? <laughs> so- not, not Reed. Hudson. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was what's so trippy. Like, like, they, like the other day, the first time Miss Rosie told us, like, Fred pushed somebody. I'm like, because before the, like, the parent teacher, I was like, he's the guy. Like, if he, so there's one kid in our class who I, I think we talked about this. Like, I want to find his dad and whip his ass. Because like, he obviously can't hit a kid. So the pro- hard problem is like this kid, every time you drop off your kid, he's finding some other kid and he's like, and like, bapping him in the head. And the, the teacher, they just don't know what to do anymore. It's like, Blah, blah, please stop. Because like, he's always hitting other kids, taking their toys, pushing them down. But they said for the one day, Freddie followed him because like, the kid told him, hey, push your friend. And he pushed Ethan down. I'm like, oh, oh no, no. No, 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 no. They said he started to follow him. That's why I'm like, ah, now I really with this guy's ass. Like, I saw the, guy, the, kid, the kid's dad. Like, it's not, it's very possible. So, but like, <laughs> can you tell, so, so first question, is it rude to, politely tell the like the director of the daycare like literally I'm actually kind of like, not in fear but like minorly worried because like, this kid's constantly punching people like I don't want to get a call that this guy punched my kid because I see it every day like is that is that like weird parent is that, is that Karen-y no not if you're respectful about it I mean once once you register the complaint there's not much else you can do at that point which well the funny thing sucks. is the other the other nightmare kid was the one of the director's kids, and she, for some reason, withdrew her kid and sent him to their school. So her her kid was a nightmare. Jeez. Youngest of four. I mean, like, yeah. So it's just funny. Like, when I heard that about Fred, I'm like, Fred pushed somebody like willingly. So, but yeah, like I said, I don't want to get too deep on the parenting stuff. Plus, I want to respect time. I got four questions. So. You got four questions. Maybe you guys are ready. All right, you, I guess we'll, we'll go to four questions. I mean, this is your show, buddy. I mean, go for it. Uh, can you play lightning round music for me? I, I don't have a soundboard. I will see if I can embed some lightning round no, music I was in just, here. I was just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Don't worry about it. Oh, damn. I marked it in everything. So we'll start with Mikey Jan this one. So then we'll go to Ritter for the next one. The answer is only yes or no. Mikey J. Does whiskey have an E in it? Yes. Ryan Ritter? Yes. Okay. Ryan Ritter, should Soren have air conditioning? No. Thank you, Jay. Yes. It's a weird question, right? Mikey J. Can Notre Dame beat Ohio State on opening night? Yes. Ryan Ritter? Yes. That's a fair question. And Ryan Ritter. Can Notre Dame win a national championship in the next three years? Oh, in the next three years? Uh, shit, if Marcus keeps recruiting like this, yeah, anything's possible. Yes. I was I was talking I you see in, in the in the old podcast business, you gotta talk out loud instead of just laying out. But yes, sorry. Well, so so Baltimore radio is notorious for going on site. Like, oh my god, there's a guy in the pool! Oh, 
I'm like, it's just terrible radio. But anyway, <laughs> Michael Jacobs. Can Notre Dame win a national championship in the next three years? Or does that question? Will Notre Dame win a championship in the next three years? Was the question. Yeah, I mean, can gives it a lot of like wiggle room, right? Will. So the question harder. is not the question is now will. Um, I'm not sure to ask Ritter. So, but yes, your question is will. <laughs> oh, if, if just FYI, if mine is will, the answer is no. Just with loss yeah. of averages, I say no. I mean, if you want to say like make a playoff, that's a different question. But we've done that I mean, a lot. I mean, that's the thing. Like even well, with the, even with the, even with can they win a national championship in the next three years? Like that's. Uh, a lot of things going right by like 2024. I don't really see it in the first two years of that, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, so hold on, let's see. So, wait, 2022? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so CJ Cardin didn't get tested. Okay, never mind. Especially with like Buckner yeah. potentially being a senior that year. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, I don't know. It's it, it's very tough for me because people are like very down on. I see, It feels to me that people are down on Buckner. I'm not down on Buckner. I don't see. Well, I mean, like, if, so also message boards are notoriously negative, anyways. But like, everyone's like, the, after year one, like, oh my god, he's throwing motion. This he's the worst thrower ever. I'm like, the kid threw for like a bajillion yards. Granted, it wasn't the best competition in California, and then his senior season got wiped out. That's not his fault. I mean, we saw what he did just as a pure runner. If he can just throw a few dumb passes and re- make them respect that. It's better than Cone, I would assume. I mean, because Cone could throw the deep ball, and we know Buckner can huck it. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, he'll, I, be, he'll be fine. Uh, I think the only negative, and and granted, I I very much avoid forms of all kinds right now. I really just don't bother. I just read articles, maybe see some tweets here and there, listen to some pods. I think the only knock on Buckner might be injury worries, but other than that, we haven't gotten a chance to see him. I mean, so... He's, yeah. he's gotten a chance to play football. He had a freak injury in the spring, so he didn't get to see anything. But you, you got to believe that he's going to figure okay, so it out. <laughs> question five. Question five real quick, Ritter. Oh, God. Did, did Tyler Buckner have a freak injury? Yes. Yes. Mikey J? What, are we getting into, like, conspiracy theories now? Apparently. Yeah. Are aliens real? Let's go. Like... <laughs> Maybe so. Like I said, so who is the king of like not showing his hand? Jim Trestle. Who's the Jim Trestle guy? Marcus Freeman. Like, are you, are, you claiming, like are you claiming that Marcus Freeman pushed him down the stairs? No, I'm just saying like he didn't want to show it because it was on. Everyone could see it. Like basically, it's tape for OSU. Like, well, I mean, they, tape. It's a spring mean, game. Who the hell is talking to a professor at 6 p.m.? Nobody. Nobody. Who's also walking downstairs while talking to a professor? Nobody. Well, Who I talks mean, to professors? Nobody. I think it's more like it's if it had been a if it had been a real game, he probably would have played. 100%. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah they, and and Marcus actually said that, and I, and I believe Tyler yeah. said it too. That yeah, if it was a real game, I could go, but it's not worth it. And like yeah, the only I, conspiracy I'd buy is like he he played bookstore basketball. And he heard it, and then he said, "Oh, he fell down the stairs." Like that'd be. The only conspiracy I'd buy. See, I heard aliens took over them. Aliens. So, I don't know. That would, I mean, that would be like a good thing, though. Is that like a Space Jam situation? Or no, Is he Bill Murray in this? 
Is he Bill Murray in this instance? That was, so, that, was, that was the other way around. The aliens took the talent from the players. Right. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, the the aliens took talent from the players, and and although what what it was the bit in the new one with LeBron that wasn't nearly as good. I'm trying to remember what the bit I, was. I, I think they just created. I assumed as much. Oh, uh, yeah. his son programmed players or some shit, like in his video game. It was it was not. I was severely disappointed, and afterwards I'm like, you know what? We, we got to show you the real space jam with Michael Jordan. And my kid is like, who's that? I'm just like, oh Jesus! So help me God, yeah, no. you need to learn who um, Michael Jordan is, son. <laughs> no, um, I never touched that LeBron nonsense with ten foot pole. It, it was too on brand. Was just trying to match Michael Jordan. I was like, you have to take his one movie. Well, it's more on brand with Hollywood just rebooting fucking everything. I, I'd say it's more on it brand. It is. That, that, that's fair, too. That's fair, too. I refuse to acknowledge there or watch that. I don't. I did it. Sacrilege. I, I watch so you don't have to. Don't do it. Anybody listening to this podcast, don't do it. Not worth well, it. Space Jam 1 was fine. It yeah, was Space funny. Was, yeah, it was good. That was solid. Uh, they just couldn't, they really couldn't recapture the magic. And it was actually kind of shitty because really, spoiler alert for those of you that watch Space Jam, the whole point of the movie, the storyline was a son trying to find his dad's acceptance rather than, hey, aliens came down and sucked the talent out of Sean Bradley and uh, Charles Barkley. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So this, this ties in during football. Wasn't, uh, there was a USC recruit who we wanted to, who played LeBron's son, like Damani Jack, someone, right? I the kid who played. No idea. So I'm, I'm about 98% sure on this one. The kid who played LeBron's son in that movie was recruited by Notre Dame, but decided to stay in LA at SC to be near the studio for this production. That kid's I'm 90% sure. No. There were, and that wasn't that long ago. I, that kid's not recruiter, recruiting age. Oh, God. I, I'm sitting here Googling LeBron's son. Yes, Sierra Wright. Sierra Wright shined in, at Space Jam 2 premiere. The USC cornerback was spotted alongside Holy LeBron shit. James. Yeah. All right, so let's let's see. Sierra Wright, Notre Dame. The Loyola the Lo- the Lo- the Lo- High School graduate stars in Space Jam. Alongside LeBron James, right plays the son of the NBA All Star. Told you. This is some of that bullshit, dude. I, that is wild. I didn't think he was that old. That's crazy, well, man. Well, I just hope he's not that good at football. So there's that too. <laughs> Although I'm, 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 uh, I'm looking at this like his visit to Notre Dame. There was a coach he said was really cool. Who do you? What coach do you think? And you got to keep in mind this was in 2020, uh, December 2020. So Todd Light. All right. What What is your guess, Mikey J? What position does he play? He was a, a defensive back. Cornerback. Defensive back. Um. This is great. This is like nailing the point I'm trying to make. Well, as soon What's as we uh, Elston? No, it was Mike Mickens, the oh, Irish cornerback okay. coach. But I love that mm. because 
Is this not a recruiting piece in the BK era? Nothing in, in this article about a visit to Notre Dame. Not a single mention of BK. <laughs> well, so you, yeah. you saw SEC Media Day, right? No, I didn't. Well, it, it, I was too busy with work, yet. man. And, and I the, really the, don't The care. funny highlights, at least? No, I haven't seen anything. What, what did he... He actually do or say I, I, I don't even. I'm not talking about him. So Clark Lee, they asked him about like his experience at Brian Kelly. He goes, "Well, he's a very good dancer." That's what I remember. And that was like the only thing he said. Like it was like a one line. Like he's a good dancer. And and apparently Brian made a comment about, well, being down here for half year, I've realized like recruiting is a twenty four seven thing. And everyone's like, you just now figure that out. I mean, all the best towns leaving the state you're in, which normally just sucks in, and Jaden Osbury's probably coming up north from across the damn street from your campus. Don't worry about it. No big deal. Give me a second. I'm, I'm not here. scrolling I'm not, I don't, to find LSU here. Where are they? Yeah, oh, I don't know how deep you are. Bad. Yeah, Mikey, I don't know how deep you are into recruiting these days, but there's a good linebacker who literally his high school is basically on LSU's campus. And it's likely he's coming to us. So... And his, I think his dad's actually like an assistant or something at LSU. It's like they only have three players from Louisiana on their commits. How in the fuck? Yeah. Is that what I'm saying? Like, yes. No, yeah. BK is really blowing the he's blowing the push here, bro. I'm not. I'm not even trying to kid here. Unless they got like a lot of late committing guys or like silent type commits. Yeah, but, that's more like a Bama Georgia thing. Like that's not really an LSU thing. Like, that's an everybody thing. But that's that's kind of. Oh, but I mean, like the, the in-state people, like in-state people, from, like, they tend to flock. This is crazy. Two from Texas, only two for LSU. They do. Yeah. I, I'll say they have, they have a couple of good commits too. It's not like they're all terrible, but it's not, it's not a Michigan situation. Yeah, they, they got a lot of four stars, but it's also crazy they got a guy from. Uh, Maryland. They got a guy from Minneapolis. Uh, one from Florida, California, Indianapolis. Yeah, it's a lot more. It's so national now. I feel like te- Texas in particular is a free-for-all. Everybody recruits Texas. Right, which I, I expect. And LSU has always been involved in Texas, but I'm legitimately shocked. They only have three kids from Louisiana. Yeah, no, the big hotbed seems to be, uh, of all places, St. Louis, Missouri these days. But, but like I said, I listen to way more podcasts. I'm really bored, guys. Really bored. I, I wish like during, I wish I well, could listen to more podcasts, well, but I'm on too many damn meetings. Oh, it's it's since Ritter's podcast left. He had, he had content regularly, like basically I have a, and also, so Ritter turned me off of someone. I, I could tell he was a douche, and I, I, I verified that I was a Ritter. I don't listen to that one anymore, but like, Single High is good. Um, Illustrate is good. The, the uh, Tyler James one is good. But Cindy, it's like once a week, so I have like an hour, so I have like three hours over the course of an entire week. I'm like, great, guys. Go, go listen to One Foot Down. They'll fill a couple hours. It- I love right, you, boys, that? but your podcast, I know they're not going to change it if any of them are listening to this, because I bet Jude is. God, I can't do it, guys. I just don't have the time. I apologize. I want to listen to you more. <laughs> the episodes are so long. Oh, no, so they've, they, no, so they've been doing a good thing lately. It's been a shorter podcast talking about like, what life on the beat is like 
that's actually been interesting. I, talking I, to that series, I, I'm like, yeah, that, that series I do. That I, good. I want to uh, actually take time to listen to that one because, yeah, that is smaller. Uh, that's more evergreen. So I have it on my list to catch up on. Yes, I do want to catch on that one. Yeah, so uh, Irish Illustrated, one single high, and then uh, Inside Indie Sports. Sorry, Rick Support, it's okay. Pot of Gold, pretty, pretty crap. I don't really listen to that one. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no. It's okay. I, that, so, do you want to know who the first podcast I listened to was? Uh, whose? Yes. I don't know. Yes. I don't it's know. You? Fuck, mine? I don't know what the fuck a podcast. I don't know what the fuck a podcast is, dude. Get out of here. I'm here for this well, shit. I, have, like, I appreciate me driving you down into the dark hole. Hi. Oh. Well, no. Oh, so like I said, I, I had I had like yeah. personal vendetta. Who, who's the guy? Who was the guy? I didn't like Shane. I didn't like somebody. Like it made me listen to like you didn't like know, Eddie for pick. some reason, and I, I never got oh, it. No, Eddie. Was it Eddie or Shane? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You said you said who, who? it's like I don't like the picks. You said you didn't like Let's Go Baby. I'm like that's beautiful. Oh let's oh Let's Go Baby. That guy yeah. Well uh, he had a shtick. That's the difference. It's like you didn't have a shtick. You were just like there to do the do the deed. So whichever it was, but yeah, you know, it made me tune in. Cause I'm like I hope River kicks his ass this week. So it's good, and I usually didn't. Yeah, there we go. But is that is that all your rapid fires? The rapid fires that took twenty minutes, as I say, guys, your podcast is too long. <laughs> I'm out of practice. I got an excuse. That's all good. No, that's all I got. I mean, like I said, my biggest question was the: Do we actually think there is a path to being with you? Which yes. I do. Of course, there is. Of course, there is. There always is, but it's like. Like a reasonable path. Like, I think. I, I think mean, he, so last year they're not invincible. Last year they struggled against teams that could run the ball. I mean, if we can get the zone read running game going, I think there's a chance. Weird stuff happens in week week one too. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no pre, there's yes. no there's no preseason. There's no warm up games. No stuff can happen. Like you can find a weakness. And exploit it, and you know, and maybe get like a touchdown right there. Stuff happens. It doesn't. It doesn't help that we're like what two running. Like, no Logan Diggs, no Jadarian Price. That does hurt. I mean, that, Just that run hurts. the tank, Audra Custom Adam. Well, yeah. Well, tr- okay. Well, so, remember, I'm a fanboy. I believe the same things. Like between Tyree's speed, the tank that is Mister Estime, and then of course, to Brian Payne. Who is this guy? I don't know. Let's find out. He'll be there. No, it's it's good. Jabron, I'm looking forward to it. I think I think our line will be. Well, I hope our line will be great. And I think our defensive line slash linebacker will be great. Good start. If they can be chasing CJ Stroud around, that's that's a good start too. So, Fosky wants, as you saw in that picture from Fosky. On his sled was a picture of CJ Stroud. Oh, he looked angry. <laughs> yeah, he looked able to angry. Guarding those wide receivers is the um, tricky part. Yeah, they're, they're kind of good. Yeah. Well, the problem is, I think our our advantage is if he didn't have time to look at them. That's where I win. So, depending which podcast you listen to, Ohio State's line offensive line has been good. Not great. And if our defensive line could be great, if we couldn't handle Oklahoma, possible. if we couldn't handle Oklahoma State's receivers, 
the other OSU has a little bit more talent there. <laughs> it's a little terrifying. That's, that's the that is the concerning part. Gee, I, I'm looking at a returning Maris DFL, not having to play JD Bertrand eight thousand plays per game. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. And actually, having, on our uh, on the flip side, having receivers that you don't play, our own receivers play eight thousand plays per game. I mean. The first half was great, aside from that last two minutes. As, Marcus, as I said, Marcus Freeman, did you get freebie? Says nothing, just smiles. Yes, I did. Because of the first game, and no one really cared. But the Freeman era will continue. And as long as that game is a win slash at least close-ish, it'll be fine. So... Uh, it'll it'll be good. I'm excited. I'm not terrified. I think it also helps that I'm not trying to cover this team in any way, shape, or form. And just digesting it as a fan, it's nice to not have to worry about it. I let everybody else worry for me. Do you guys have any plans of coming to South Bend? No, I don't. This all my all my chips, if you will, are, are being pushed into the Vegas Vegas one. That, that makes sense. I figured. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I was hoping to make it up for another game, but after when I saw the flights were, I was like, "Damn, that ain't gonna happen." And then when I saw how much the tickets were, like, "Shit, it definitely ain't gonna happen to go back south." Then, uh, it's. I wish it wasn't so, so far away. I mean, I don't know what the distance is, but there's this place in Maryland where Notre Dame's playing Navy at M&T Bank Stadium. Got a house. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If, just throw, if, just someone or, if someone or multiple want to find their way up here, the lodging is free. The food is free. The tickets <laughs> to a Notre Dame Navy game at MTB Stadium will probably about sixty bucks. Or, or, or what, what's the uh, for just fifteen bucks? I mean, like it, it, it won't be expensive at that point because either the season will be great or the season will be and. I'm just throwing it out there. See what if you want to watch Notre, if you want to watch Notre Dame beat the shit out of Navy in the Raven Stadium, potentially see Kyle Hamilton. That's where we live. Eighty eighty bucks a pop for the nosebleeds. Mm, for now, until for now. until the Navy fans are are zero and six and selling their shit. So. Yeah, I was looking at some tickets. I don't I don't think you can buy them now. They haven't even really released the single game tickets for sale yet. So I think whatever you're paying now is going to be way overpriced. All right, I'm just looking at Ticketmaster. So are these are these transfer or are these like so, the legit? I think those are those are people from probably what that I, are anticipating getting their season tickets and trying to sell them ahead of time. Well, it looks so like it's, I from the the Maryland club actually was able to purchase their tickets through the, the, the Navy site opened it, but same thing. Like I mean, is Navy going to be in a position to be like, is Navy 10 and 0 and like, Oh, we're going to go against no, no, no all I mean, these prices are flat. It's uh, in the 100 section. It's 120 a ticket in the 200. It's 140, 145. And in the 500 section is 80. All flat, so I think these are the face value. Yeah, I mean, at, at this time, yeah, that's the problem. Like, I actually would rather play. I really want to play Navy at Navy. I do too. I don't know what that, that. That'd be a lot more fun in Annapolis. That'd be a lot of fun for me. But 
I think it's just, I mean, it's obviously a money sport, and that's they get the home gate for this, so it is what it is. But, I mean, that'd be a bigger draw, like, because do you fight, well, I don't know. I'm assuming, like, a lot of fans will sell their shit afterwards, like, but, and worst comes to worst, like, there are about 52,000 bars right across the street from the stadium, so even if you play the late game and, like, try and buy a ticket last minute and don't get one, there's about bajillion bars right next to it, but still. Or just drive back to the certain house I live in and just watch there, but still. Off on the table. I have not, have, not con- have not confirmed that with the wife, but I'm assuming it wouldn't be a problem because we have an extra room. <laughs> at that point, JJ will be sitting up damn near. Well, actually, he'll be almost walking at that point, so almost a year old, so it'd be easy, but Fred be like, friends, friends, the same way like read for WrestleMania. WrestleMania, like, who's this again? I like him, right? Okay, cool. We'll okay, we'll be friends. <laughs> Thanks for you. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you boys joining again. Thank you, Joe, for the donation. So this is how you get audio content for me now. You you can do five bucks and toss a question into the, the pile, and we'll eventually have a mailbag episode at some point when I get enough of those, or throw down that hundy, and you get to take take over and basically do what we just did here. There's a couple other hundred dollar donations that I'm going to get some latitude on. I got some ideas. We'll try to get on the horn. Thanks again, Joe, for helping change kids health through extra life. Highly appreciate it. And all you've done. Thanks for being a good sport. Mikey J looking forward to seeing both you boys in Vegas here. And, uh, God, just a couple few months, man. Not going to be too much longer. Three months away, less than three months away. Two and a half. Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right, I'm pumped. All right. That's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next time I decide to do one of these things. Who knows what it'll be, but we'll catch you later.